conversations from yesterday with Julian Gentile. Subscribe to the podcast YouTube channel for full video podcasts and bonus content. Link will be in the episode bio. All right, 313 Keel, straight from Essex. Is that like, did I get it right? Yeah, yeah. Essex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the weather like right now? I knew, I know we were talking about it a bit over yeah. Instagram Live, but like. I know I was saying on the Instagram Live that it was raining all the time, but it's mm-hmm. now been, it was absolutely boiling today. Still quite hot now, and it's meant to hit 30 degrees. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's going to be pretty hot tomorrow as well. So, yeah, no, over here no, it's, it's all up. the Fahrenheit system is so stupid. Like it just, yeah. I, I think uh, like a NASA a NASA ship uh, crashed or something, or uh, one of the like satellites that they launched or some yeah. kind of ship. It, it got cr- or it, it got sucked into like a planet's gravitational pull because they were using the imperial system and, and their conversions were off. So it's like, it's such yeah. a flawed system. Anyways, I don't know. I That's think weird, I might've conflated the two things. Don't take yeah. that. People shouldn't take what I say seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's just very, I don't know. It's just like when, when you talk about like Fahrenheit, it's just so strange in comparison to like having, yeah celsius especially when the rest of the world is using that system and it's just like yeah a handful of countries that use the imperial system i don't know it's weird because i see on snapchat all the time people like oh it's a it's 120 degrees and i'm like what yeah it's just what what is that i don't know are you boiling are you freezing yeah i don't know it's just get on board with what everyone else is doing why do you have to be special these glasses kind of give me a unibrow yeah, I mean, I like him. I like him. Yeah, I don't know. Switch up the look a bit. But yeah, why? Do you have like American friends on Snapchat and stuff? I've got I've got a couple like people that just add me from because uh, I share my music and people then share that. And then it just people add me mm-hmm. from all over, really. So I've got a couple of Americans. I've got a lot of Canadians because That's obviously good. I know I know Aiden Skier and I know he's been on here before. Yeah, he's been on but, here twice. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are from him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah, good so, that you're you're touching down and and then you're you're touching the North American market. You're really getting yeah, yeah. in there, and you know you're going beyond the UK scene. I don't know what that's yeah, it's, like. It's good because I like seeing where people have listened to my music from. I mean, I get I get getting from all over really. I've had a couple streams in like places that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, so, like, I ha- it's cool. I have like less than 1% of my l- streams from like uh, Nepal. So that's cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what they're doing listening to me, but like, thanks. I don't, I, I don't know. Mm. It's just, I don't know. It's interesting. I also have some people in Ireland that could be some people I know that are studying abroad, but yeah, um, yeah I don't, I don't know. It's interesting to see where the demographic is. I, I have a, one of yeah. the girls that came on a, on the show She's like the number 14 comedy podcast in Pakistan, Whoa. which is so, which is so random, yeah. but it's like, you know, mm. if you're, if you're doing yeah. numbers, somebody somewhere else, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking at like all my stats now that I get from Spotify and I've had people listen from the Netherlands, like all over the UK. 
Spain, and I don't know anyone in Spain. Mm-hmm. So Finland, I mean, I don't even. Nope. Yeah, what's Finland, bro? Yeah, I mean, it's it's strange because I've only ever done like Instagram promotions on one of my songs, and that's that tends to get you streams from like everywhere and attention mm-hmm. from everywhere, but. Apart from that, I, could, I, don't, I don't know where they've really come from. Yeah, I've put no ad from. money into anything I've done. Like, any venture yeah. idea I've had that I've, like, done, I, I put no money into advertising. Yeah. I try to I mean, do it for you, free. If you can do it, if you can do advertising, yeah, for free, it's, it's, it's like, so much obviously easier. Don't have to spend money. Like, I do it. I send my music to everyone that I have on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So, How many then, people do you... How many people do you have on Snapchat? I probably have 300, but only like 200 of them are like active and only maybe 150 will share. So not everyone shares. A lot of people remove me because I spam them with my music, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you don't want to hear my music, then just, you know, I'm not offended by it. Like, yeah. obviously, it's not everyone's cup of tea, so. Well, even when I try to put out an episode, sometimes I send the link to people, but I don't like sending it yeah. because I, I try to get three episodes a week. Uh, I didn't this week, but that's whatever. But like, I try sending people the link, and, and sometimes it's just like they'll they'll like it or they'll look at it, or I'll, I'll ask someone to like, hey, if you want to check it out, check it out. I'll yeah. check your stuff out, and they'll just look at it and they'll just r bomb it or something, and then I'll be like, yeah, I don't know. It it's a it, it's a competitive space, I guess. Yeah, I mean, free advertising like within my friends is obviously good in that, but I feel like. Some of like for me, I've I've done Instagram promotion once. I only spent five pound on it, mm-hmm. and it got me like three fifty four hundred streams on Spotify from elsewhere. And I thought for a five pound, that's like extremely good. Like you don't get that with any because yeah. I think I think they double up with Facebook as well because I think they're like mm-hmm. Facebook or Instagram at some point. So Facebook owns like, Instagram and all that yeah. stuff, which is weird. So, I mean, it's good, like uh, Dominic Fike, uh, the yeah, yeah. He did. He he basically, I saw his ad for months for the free night song for months mm-hmm. and months, like, and that really blew up and took off. So I mean, it does work. I don't know whether he did. He blew up solely based on the promotion that he did, but I reckon it had a, played a big part because it was everywhere. Yeah, but that's like also where are you getting that advertising money from? Because it's so yeah. it 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 costs a lot. I mean, I think if you sign to a label, they they will give you a budget. So you may have had a label beforehand, mm-hmm. and just maybe it's RCA. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah, it's just that song is like it has like what 400 million streams, something like that yeah. on Spotify. So that's. Song. Yeah, it's a great song. I thought it was going to be like the song of the summer last year. It didn't really fully pan out, but it was still great. Yeah. I like Dominic Fike. He's super intense when he performs live. Like mm. very, like you'll start shouting and cursing and he'll be, he'll be very intense, which I, I kind of like. It's different, I guess. Yeah. It, it's, he's an interesting guy. I don't, I don't know. He has like face tattoos. If you have face tattoos, yeah. you're a different breed of human. Yeah. If I mean, you have face tattoos, it's just like you're saying, F everybody, I'm doing things my way. Yeah, I mean, you look at all the the, the SoundCloud rappers, if you mm-hmm. will. They like, I mean, no disrespect to artists like Smoke Perp and Lil Pump. Like, obviously, they're, they're, they have their fans that like their music. I'm not one mm-hmm. of them. But 
they've they've they have kind of created their own culture and their music has just brought them to new levels i'm not a fan of the music but i have to respect them as artists for what they've done like they have just you know blown up the whole scene based on an appearance everyone saw a little pump and thought what what is that yeah it's got confetti hair yeah it's got gold teeth or whatever and he has alien face tats on him he's got a smiley face or something it's like completely whack but hey i mean he got his five minutes that's the key to be different and you'll get somewhere you don't you don't want to be like everyone else like obviously you can have inspiration and all that but Mm. like if you mimic someone you're gonna you're not gonna get far no Your pump six nine smoke perp all completely different artists in their own right but they're not really that this, different have, have this image different. yeah hmm. i mean they're more alike than they are different at least i think yeah they have great I mean, rap songs smoke, with... smoke perp and little pump would probably yeah well the difference they're, is they're smoke, similar. smoke perp goes triple plastic and then six nine will bot will buy bots to go triple platinum but yeah yeah because that was the whole thing with this florida jet project or something it didn't it got like 5k did 5k which is yeah so like that's sad i don't know yeah i mean in all in all respect to like artists like that if they're getting platinum records good on them but people tend to bring up in like debates like oh who's the better artist so and so and whoever like Mm. they'll bring up oh yeah well he's got a platinum record for me that doesn't show talent that just shows success like if you if you make a catchy song and it blows up and you get a gold platinum record that's being successful your song you don't have to necessarily be talented to have like you know a platinum record yeah that's true there's a lot of like i don't think cardi b is particularly any that like good but like Mm. she does well she came out of nowhere She's with Bodak Yellow. Yeah, when people come out of nowhere, I'm always very like suspect of that. Like that, that yeah. some it's just w- where's that coming from? Yeah, there's all the conspiracy theories, isn't there? But... Yeah, I guess I don't know if you call them conspiracies or like it's just. But there's also that thing where it's like sometimes it just happens. You just it's overnight yeah. success and you blow up and it and it's luck, and it's you and chance, you could yeah. and you could say. I don't know. The the whole conspiracy theories about fame are so crazy. Like why would why would you even want to be famous? Yeah, I mean fame for me is like overrated. Like I'd love to have my music heard by mm-hmm. millions and millions of people. Don't get me wrong. Like if someone gave me the opportunity to be famous, I wouldn't sit there and pass it up. But mm-hmm. they're just for me there are so many more negatives to the fame than the positives. Like you can't, you can't go to a grocery store. You can't go bowling. You can't yeah. hang out with like friends in public. You have to, you have to be incognito. So you're basically just like a how uh, you just are a hermit who happens to be popping on Instagram or something. Exactly, which is yeah. sad. It's like people don't want people don't want like to to do something to get famous. People just want to get famous now. Yeah, exactly. Very alarming, I think, because it says a lot about the way we live our lives. I don't know. I mean, I had a friend tell me the other day that all I've got to do is make a song that blows up 
and I will be rich and famous. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said that like it was easy, like I could do it with the click of my finger. Yeah. But, and that's what, that's what sucks for me about the music industry uh, and fame. Like everyone is so obsessed with reaching the heights of the other famous artists out there. Everyone's like, I want to be just like them. But mm-hmm. they, they will hide like their emotions, put on a fake smile for their performances, you know. Nobody knows how they're actually feeling because it's all kind of hidden. Yeah. There's a line in 911, Mr. Lonely, and it's like the loudest one in the room is the loneliest one in the room. And I think that's interesting. Yeah. Loudest person wants, you know, like, not necessarily, I wouldn't call it attention, but wants to be, like, you know, heard, wants to talk about Mm -hmm. how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. But it's not always that easy as well. Especially when you got fame. If you really boil it down, it's like these people, in some cases, you know, they have their talents, they're multi-instrumentalists. But in, like, um, select cases, it's like these guys will do any and everything for fame. And that's a very, very hollow thing. So it's like, in a way, I almost feel sorry for these people because they don't have anything else except that desire to be liked by other people that may not like them back. Yeah. I mean... Fame is, the, the more we look into it, the more we talk about it, the just darker it gets. Yeah, it's just like, gross. It's crazy. It's... You may have a nice Calabasas home, but that's where you're going to be staying most of the time because yeah. you can't go outside. Yeah, I mean, you see like all the, uh, since like the Me Too movement came out in Hollywood, you said you've had like mute stars from all over the music industry, you know, everywhere really. Everywhere, came out, yeah. Have come even out even in like... Stuff. And it's crazy because we didn't comedy. Even know about it. It's yeah, it's incredibly dark. Yeah, and, it's um, just even it's like the, the power structures within these famous circles are gross. Mm-hmm. It's just so dense. Like I don't know. Maybe one day the secrets will come out, and there'll be a bunch of documentaries and movies, yeah. and like it's just very hollow. And that's. I touched upon it briefly uh, in in the last episode I did, but like the guy, the guest I had on his phone was about to die. So it's like, we had to like wrap up a bit quickly, but it's just like, I have a fascination with the city of Los Angeles because it's like a dump, but at the same time, it's like this thriving creative place, but it's just a dump. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's weird because you kind of have different, I've, I've never been to America, never. Mm-hmm. But you're like you see, you hear stories of parts of LA. The, the parts of LA they show you in the movies. Yeah, it's like uh, the hills or something. Exactly. And then there's parts where, you know, it's all drugs. Skid like, Row. Up. Yeah. Like that's, that's a name of something, which is absurd. It's like in Toronto, there's no um, sketchy alley or something. It's just we do yeah. have a homelessness problem, but it, there's not a place or a neighborhood for people uh, like that. But it's just absurd. I don't know. It's so, it's like, why did they pick that place for Mm. the creative hub? Why? Because it's near an ocean. Why don't you pick like Colorado or something? Mm, Yeah. I mean, I I saw this documentary uh, on conspiracy theories on YouTube. I think they actually removed it from like streaming services. Yeah, which, which frightens me a bit because, and then I watched it and I was like, "Whoa, this is 
because I'm not one to get sucked in completely with these conspiracy theories because mm-hmm. they're theories. But I saw it and I was like, damn, how if this is true, this is this is like groundbreaking stuff. Like there was this thing called Pizzagate and Oh boy. Have you heard about that? Don't quote yeah. me. I don't remember it. And it's like Yeah. Rings in, and I'm like, what? Secret code? And I'm like, yeah, it's messed up. Mm. But then if you talk about it, they'll shut you down real quick. So yeah, it's exactly. it's very it's scary in a way because it's like these powerful information systems or tech companies, big tech, they can just shut you down like that. And that was the whole thing with Alex Jones, right? The big conspiracy junkie. Uh, with Infowars, it's like he might not be the best guy and he might say a lot of absurd things, but once you deplatform that guy, it opens up a whole new new dimension, yeah. if you will, for censorship. Like, even if you like have a simple disagreement with somebody or you have a different political view, boom, gone, just like that. Yeah, and it's gonna get there, uh, maybe. I don't know. There's also like a free speech social media platform. But nobody, it's not like very big. I think it's called Parlor. I don't know what it's what it's all about. Mm. People people will take advantage of uh, software like that, social media platforms like that. Yeah, that's the so thing. It's like it's if you had, mm-hmm. it's like it'll turn into a Reddit or even Reddit's very. It's not as like crazy as it once was, but it'll turn into like a, a giant message board or one of one of them. But yeah, yeah it's like. That's the thing. If you had a wide open, like a wild west social media platform, I wonder um, how quick it would take for people to just become absolute animals on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be like digital. It would be like social west world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you. you can't have it both ways. Or sorry, like it's either going one way or it's going the other way. It's either leave it wild west or, or just admit that you, you censor people on your platform. Like yeah. just admit it. Like the whole thing with Twitter is very strange how they like shut down a bunch of like deactivated 7,000 accounts or something like that. They just got rid of this video. Yeah. Um, which like, I don't know. It was about these doctors on Capitol Hill. The, the the one of the doctors, her name was Stella Emanuel. She's kind of crazy, but it's just weird that they have the power to just scrub anything they want. Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't know. How how have you f- uh, found your experience on social media and all that stuff, like promoting and interacting with people? I mean, for me, it's it's all been quite positive. Like, you, you will have the one person, couple of people that will sit there and be like, "Oh, this is rubbish." The the yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get that. No matter if you're a small artist or a big artist, you just get it in bigger chunks and smaller. For me, smaller chunks. But everyone, I don't let it get to me. Like, even if they're telling me harsh, harsh comments, like, "If you don't like my music, you don't like it." I'm not gonna force you to listen. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. force you to like it because you know everyone has different styles of music. Like for, for my parents as well, don't listen to my type of music at all, but you know, they appreciate that, you know, I put effort in and that for what I've mm-hmm. got, for the equipment I've got for the software, it's, it's pretty good. 
Like, what are you recording with right now? Uh, uh, hang on, I've got my, I've got my mic here. It's uh, oh god, I think it's broken. Yep, it's broken. I've got uh, this mic stand and all of this uh, Scarlet's Pro microphone. I've got it in a part of a bundle, so I got the Scarlet's Pro interface as well, which is down. Oh, that's somewhere. cool. So, so it's all you know, decent equipment. It's not the greatest you can get, but it's not like the most, like not the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna leave them down there because that's gonna yeah. fall. But like, and I use uh, GarageBand to do my mixing. But I'm going to going off to college in September and learning Ableton, which is a better. Oh, you're going off route. to college. How yeah. old are you? Oh, you there? Yeah, it broke up then for a second. Oh, how um, old are you? I'm 16. Oh, you're going off to you... college? For well, for us in England, college is you start at 16 and you end at 18. Huh. I don't know if it's different. Over yeah, there. it's different here. When you're like 17, yeah. 18, then you go to university, and that's four years university or college. Yeah, for us, college is what. Uh, so when you're 16, you finish what we call secondary school. I don't know what that is for you. High school, just the four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So Actually, they just unveiled the plan for what they're going to do in September. Oh, really? For back to school over here. Yeah. Mm. We're all going to have to wear masks. It's going to be classes of 15. It's going to be brutal. But Really? I don't think... I don't think ours is like that, really. Like, they, they always, they had, like, precautions put in place. But everything seems to be going back to normal over here, which is strange because, you know, people are back in parks, people are back, swimming pools are open, cinemas are open, and obviously mm-hmm. there are distancing rules. Yeah. But, like, what are the been, daily cases like in your area? I mean, where, where I'm from, we haven't had very many. We never really had very many. Oh wow! So we've been okay over here, but the UK as a whole had it pretty bad at one point. But you know, the updates have kind of slowed down. Everything's yeah. kind of got better. Right but, now, it's like Peru, Brazil, uh, the US, and India is pretty bad. Yeah, the US haven't dealt with it at all well. No, and who knows what went on mm. in China? We don't know. Yeah, and I don't think we'll ever know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's just, it's so strange. It's like weird to see everybody my age and all children out of school globally. Yeah. Like that's a weird mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we, were like in, we were in the year of our uh, final exams. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to take them. They yeah. Just, they just, which was for me crazy because we'd all put in hard work and now we're getting grades that ne- don't necessarily reflect what we could have got or how hard we worked because yeah. everything we don't know how they're doing it really no exams and standardized tests uh were scrapped this year which is Everywhere like we have we yeah so, we had a literacy test that got scrapped and i was kind of fine yeah. with that but like yeah it would be nice if the world was normal and everything went back to normal and the world wasn't polluted with chaos but it's just what are you going to do? These are, the, these are the times, the new normal. I hate that term. Uh, if I hear somebody say it, I won't be happy. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it drives me bonkers when I hear people say the new normal. Mm. It's an annoying term. 
It really is. Because it's like this isn't this isn't normal. Yeah. It's just not normal at all. Like staying at home, distancing, wearing a face covering, that's not normal. And if you want to make that the normal, then then say that, but don't say like, well, that's kind of what they're saying. That is what they're yeah. saying. But it's just like, why are you trying to force a new way of life on people? Why aren't you just addressing this as a problem we're dealing with right now? Some of the stuff is kind of sketch, but I don't know. Yeah. Over here in England, a lot of people are like refusing to wear face masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, you do realize that people are going to have to keep wearing these if you guys don't wear the mask. Like it's not, it's, it's stopping the spread. Cause if you cough and you haven't got a mask on, that could go anywhere. Like nobody, nobody still, nobody really knows how far, how quickly it spreads. Like obviously they've done research on it and mm-hmm. they've got to, and they're getting a vaccine or whatnot, but it's still unpredictable. Like someone could cough next to me and have coronavirus and not know about it. And I could then get it if I wasn't wearing a face mask. And that's why I think they're so vital. Yeah. I'm very, I'm like, I'm, I'm very uh, cool with the face mask one, because I can kind of roll incognito. Not that I'm a famous figure, but it's like, if I, if I see somebody and I'm like, I I don't really want to interact, you don't have to. And what else? It's just, yeah, it, it should be a thing of respect. And maybe in some places of the world over here, it's fine because Canada's pretty chill. But in, I guess, yeah. the U.S. and maybe other places, the, it's seen as a sign of submission. And maybe they have a more wild way of life, you could say. And yeah. it's just weird to have like a mandatory thing in place as opposed to just encouraging people to be respectful and kind yeah. of encourage a sense of community. But that's not what's going on. It's like, if you don't wear this, you suck. So you're an awful yeah. human being. Meanwhile, it's like, hey, help somebody out. Wear a mask. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to find yeah. people for wearing a mask. I know that we're in economic uh, catastrophe, basically. But if the circumstances were better, it would make a lot more sense to incentivize people to wear masks. And I guess that's the health aspect. But if people are still very strange about that, then... I don't know. It's a very difficult thing to monitor and and yeah, keep track of. I think I think we'll get through it. Whether whether in the UK we have a second phase mm-hmm. or a second wave at some point, but I reckon we've been told that everything could go back to normal mm-hmm. uh, uh, by uh, start of next year. Like mm-hmm. that'd be nice. That that'd be great. I mean. But we can only hope, can't we? Yeah. It's wishful thinking, but we do need more of that. We will get there. And nobody's saying that. It's like so ridiculous. It's so absurd the way. I mean, the scientists, you know, they can be wrong. They can be wrong about things. No one says they they are always 100% right, but they're getting a vaccine. Well, the initial, the initial, some of the initial numbers were crazy compared to like where they are now. Like it was going to be like. Uh, way everything way higher than they anticipated but you know i guess either people are responsible maybe they overestimated maybe they underestimated i'm not sure but like in terms of scientists being wrong the people in, in the health minister of sweden said hey i was wrong about our approach to just not locking down at all yeah but you know, you know they'll have a vaccine and soon hopefully yeah. fingers crossed it will be out there for everyone Mm-hmm. Uh, but to the people who want it or need it, yeah, 
but it's like i don't know what about a viable treatment as well yeah like, that might i don't know that that's that's good too could help. but i don't know yeah then again i don't have any scientific background so take what i say with a grain of salt yeah, yeah. well i saw a post level. i saw a post um I, I think it was HuffPo or The Guardian, and it was like the anti-mask protesters in the UK. And the and it's never like a very, it's never like a, a very crazily, or it's not a very intelligent person per se. It's always like somebody out there, you know? It's somebody who yeah. believes some, some crazy stuff, like reptilian shapeshifters or something. It's never yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. with like a concrete understanding of how things work, which is like... People- if, Sorry, continue. No, if it's like if you had more smart people saying don't wear a mask, then other people would also do that, but whatever. Yeah. We don't need that. Like the thing is with people like, you know, the earth's flat, reptilian, rept or the world's run by reptiles. You know, things like that for me are Just like one... fun to think about. Like like if you're taking that seriously like like it would make a fun sci-fi movie i don't know imagine yeah, imagine yeah. if these people were right though how crazy would that be yeah they're like i told you i told you we yeah. were right reptiles mm. do run the world like some of some of the videos and some of the footage you, you can't say if it's real or not but like mm -hmm. i mean it just looks cool i mean yeah. i find stuff like that fascinating like shane dawson does the conspiracy theory videos well his career is kind of, kind of done but yeah yeah, his he's like done, wiped yeah. off the internet, if you will. I didn't really get into that. Like, I saw drama alerts videos come up on my Snapchat. And I had yeah, a he like. But here's the thing: what he said was gross. Like, he has some jokes that are just friggin' nasty, disgusting, gross, vile, if you will. Um, yeah. But the same people that are turning on him were the same people that were laughing eight years ago. So it's like, you guys are all hypocrites. It's not just Shane Dawson. It's all you guys. That's what, that's I don't the, know. That's the thing. Like, you can see how the world has changed for good and for mm. bad. Like, back then, that was fine. And, you know, that, that's, that's where some controversy yeah. comes into play. Where well. you get people, like, maybe from t 10 years ago, have said something on Twitter yeah. or have done something that in t today's world is, you know, ridiculous. Like, no, you wouldn't do it and i feel like some of them are kind of the whole cancel culture is kind of i think it's more toxic than anything because you're forcing apologies for because people change all the time people change over months let alone years yeah it's and the dumbest thing ever and i'm like okay you know apologize for what you've done obviously because it was wrong but like these people are like are forcing making them all feel guilty, making them feel like incredibly down on themselves just for a mistake they made 10 years ago as like a 15 year old, like a 15 year old mm -hmm. who's now 25 is now apologizing for stuff they did as a, t a teenager, which is if someone told me to apologize for something, you know, I did as a, te as a 16 year old now, mm -hmm. I'd be like, really? Like we were teenagers. You'd be wrong to tell me that you didn't do something like that when yeah. you were... You're judging, you're holding people to a really crazy standard. Like you're judging yeah. who they are now based on their past, which is absurd. And now people can't make mistakes because everybody's yeah. a friggin' PC police member, which is like yeah, for I people who are so against authority 
and all these movements going on about, um, you know, get rid of this, get rid of that. It's like these people really crave power if they want to instill fear in people. It's like every, everybody, yeah. everybody's cool with uh, free speech until it offends them. Then it's not cool. Yeah. Which is the most not obnoxious thing ever. Like, I don't care if you're lefty or you're a righty. I don't care what you think. I think you should have the ability to speak on digital open platforms. But that, but mm-hmm. I guess not everyone thinks that way. I mean, there's always, uh, you, you'll always have debates that would be what they call controversial. And there always is, there, there, there always is a line that you can't cross. And some people will cross that line. And then, like, if you're having a debate about a political matter, all of a sudden, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have yeah. to really watch what you say. I don't know, George Carlin has a good quote about PC culture, and it's that political correctness is fascism designed, uh, disguised as politeness, which is true. It's like you can't restrict yeah. what people say. That's so stupid. But you know what? Yeah. There is a lot of – there's like – I notice in hip-hop and rap, a genre that I, I do really enjoy. So I'm not saying – it's just an observation I'm making. But like you can say – some absurd things about like groups of people women this and that and that's like you know a-okay you know yeah. that that's that's cool 100 mm-hmm. but then yeah, in other right. situations it's not like other genres you couldn't pull that off so it's just weird yeah. like what goes and what doesn't because it's not yeah. like they're monitoring everything it's like when somebody attacks them, they attack back. And listen, I, I'm not, I don't think rap should be attacked at all. I like the yeah. genre. I, I like, it's good. It's cool. Keep it, keep it cool. And I'm cool with that, but it's just like, I don't know. Double standards yeah, I mean, are annoying. Mm. Hip hop and rap has always been controversial. Like since good. Keep the it first that way. came back. It's meant it's to be counterculture. Like that. yeah. That's, that's the point. I, I don't know if that's the yeah. point, but like, that's what I enjoy about it. I agree with you. I feel like if you say, yeah, if you say something in a pop song, then you're kind of like, whoa, you didn't say that. But then you could pull up a rap song and it, it would say almost what they said word for word and that'd be, it'd be okay. I think if you say stuff in songs, uh, it's different it because it's art. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Like I've said stuff in my, in my music, but like I've spoke about, doing drugs i've never done a drug in my life but it's just something that i do because it's what the big rappers rap about Mm, interesting so you Mm. feel as though you have to rap about that stuff do you ever find Mm. like that's inauthentic i mean yeah i guess you could say that i mean uh it's something for me i just started doing like the first song i wrote was Mm. i guess a sad love song and i kind of just always did it that way and if i had a song if i had a beat in front of me mm-hmm. and i had lyrics off the top of my head whether whatever it didn't even have to be true whatever they meant like i just write it down and if the song worked if the song sounded good i just go with it like it wasn't something it's not me trying to sound like all these rappers because obviously i have a different sound but i've always listened to juice world you know like x i've listened to all these sad rappers Mm-hmm. And for me, after listening to their songs, the, the similar type of lyrics just pop up. And if it sounds good, then, you know, I can roll with it. But whether mm-hmm. pe- people will disagree with me about it, like I should make truthful lyrics for like 
so more people can relate, I guess. But for me, if, if, a, if a song sounds good and the lyrics sound good and it all works together, I don't have a problem with being inspired by so-and-so's lyrics and so-and-so's lyrics. But yeah, you, you, it could be, as you said, like... Yeah, no I don't know. But it's an, be, it's a fine line. Way. But like, I guess if you have to go with the trends in order to follow your dream and get what you want, it's like... Mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do. It's like, this is strictly business, you know, at the end of the day. But yeah. Like in my, in my song with Aiden, I said about popping pills. I've never done like pills like that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with music. You can have different meanings. Like people will, also, will always jump on. If I, if you talk about pills, drugs, everything is associated with a certain type of uh, thing so you could be rapping about something completely different and then it could be meaning something completely different that's why I like the genius interviews because I listen to some songs mm-hmm. and I'll be like oh well that, that well that was about drugs that was about love and etc etc and then they'll clear it up and be like no that's not what I meant and that's why I find the backstory of lyrics so interesting and that's why I'd love to have like one of them myself because a lot of people have seen my music and been like well you've never done drugs you've never done this and i'm like you know there's a there's a different meaning to what i meant with that mm-hmm. and especially in aiden's song i wasn't necessarily talking about you know pills as in like drugs like ones that you do you're just hard. kind of using it as a metaphor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for um feeling down or something like that yeah i guess mm-hmm. and that's the thing it's like because because it has been glorified in the genre um people like it is a big staple in the genre also people can be worried because they've seen what what it's done to other rappers and overdosing and dying so it's like maybe it comes from a place of concern and things like that but yeah i mean for me it was all about fitting in like i knew from the uk me writing what you'd call us rap stereotypically Mm mm-hmm would automatically be tough. And I sat there and, you know, been a Juice World fan for years. I've mm-hmm. loved X for years. Yeah. I was listening to Take Being a Step Dior Back today uh, mm. by X. And it's like, that song's so crazy. It's like, you almost forget that X is dead. Uh, it's, I remember when it, when the news first broke, like, yeah, I was I just remember. like listening to his music, like this, we are not going to hear this, like, like raw emotion in his songs like this again. Yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people kind of shit on X, but honestly, he's the most influential artist in like the past five years, at least in hip hop. He's made some mistakes, but like, yeah, of course I can, I can put that, I can put that aside because I'm not judging him as a person. I'm judging his music Mm -hmm. and people that bring up his personal, what he, what he did or what he didn't, no one really knows Mm -hmm. people that bring up that in debates like just about his music i think i'm like it's not really relevant like if you like his music like you like his music that's just how it is if you don't you don't like him as a person and his music are like different yeah and like if people were to judge me as a person in debates about how good my music is i mean it just doesn't really align like but as you say x influential big inspiration for me yeah i feel like with his with they're obviously releasing albums now he's passed well i I think they're basically done i think they've yeah they've milked as much as they 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 could 
They've... I think it's I don't I don't I don't agree with it. I just feel like they're exploiting his death and his name for money. Yeah, even even with Juice World, they're saying they're gonna do, release multiple albums with Pop Smoke. No. Like they released a deluxe album for uh, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, and I think there's 15 additional songs. It's like mm. the thing with Juice on. World, he he had unreleased music, yeah, which was you know just needed to be you know had a few tweaks to it, which for me is is okay. An album of unreleased music is for me. It's what we, me as a Juice World fan wanted to see. Many others wanted to see, and that's okay. But like mm-hmm. with X, his first album, he didn't have as much as much unreleased content. So it was just his voice put together with another part of his voice, and weren't necessarily part of the same song. You can tell because it's all repetitive. Yeah, like those just like repeat. Song. Like Bad Vibes Forever has an absurd amount of features. Mm-hmm. Like every song has a feature, and that just goes to show you that they didn't have enough in the vault. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't have enough in the vault. Yeah, I mean, I was excited for X's first album, Skins. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and and I just I was disappointed. I it was just all the songs were sounded similar, all repetitive, and like don't get me wrong. For the exception of like one minute. Mm-hmm, exactly. There's no. There's no uh, problem with repeating words sentences or whatever in your song like if you're going to do a hook like with my songs my songs are fairly repetitive like i'll have the hook and then i'll say the hook say twice in one kind of mm-hmm. thing right yeah and people are like oh your music's repetitive and i'm like i get you man i know what you're trying to say and like i tried not to make it repetitive but for me it's just my sound and that could be the same with x but you don't I just feel like they were, yeah, as you said, milking it. Like, they got all they could and just put it together, just so. Yeah. And it, it didn't sound great either. Like, it was just so. But here's, like, if you really want to get cold about, like, how labels operate and things like that, it's, it, if you look at modern rappers right now, like, the, the, the modern makeup of, say, the, the SoundCloud type, it's like, how many years do they have to make uh, great projects, right? So it's like, three four five years at max so it's mm-hmm. like what do they care at the end of the day yeah. they might make more after they're gone you know yeah with posthumous releases and all it's like they don't they don't if somebody dies it's like whatever put out an unreleased project mm-hmm. move yeah. on to the next guy create the next star whatever they have that power label labels suck labels <laughs> yeah they, they yeah. look they'll look for someone with character and uh, look remove different. it and like remove. i mean you look at i'm gonna I'm, I'm, i hate down. to do this but i'm gonna bring up lil palm again i'm sorry for yeah, this yeah. but no he's just the first one that comes to my head uh as we said earlier different completely different to uh what you what you were seeing in like the big rap at the time then he brought out gucci gang and mm-hmm. like off the scale listened everywhere all around mm-hmm. the world and then probably a billion views yeah and then he's kind of just kind of gone like this well yeah he hasn't well harvard dropout kind of didn't do well at all no. he, it, it took a while for that to get out and that's a thing about modern modern fans and the way we consume stuff it's like there's got to be new releases every friday on spotify or else people start to get uh disinterested in, in music and everything and it's it's just 
like uh, artists drop albums every year as opposed to just waiting. I mean, you have the select yeah. few that really take their time and they'll really make you wait and they'll make you miss them. But those are very – bad. Very badass. I guess. You know what's yeah. crazy? I, I was watching some videos about uh, Pro Era, I believe it's called, the rap collective he was a part of. Sorry, guys, if you're Pro Era fans, I don't know all that much about it. But I was looking into, like, Capital Steez. Do you know who that is? No. Nah. Oh, yeah. So he was, like, the founding member or one of the most – or the most oh, okay. influential uh, rapper within Pro Era. And people were basically talking about, like, how at his age he was very, very wise, spiritual, but also, like, deeply, deeply depressed. Mm. And and he committed suicide. He jumped off the building oh. of I, I'm not sure like what label it was, but he he committed suicide. And be, right before he did, he tweeted out the end. So people think it was um, like he believed that it was a it was him moving on spiritually to like the next next thing, you know, which is very, yeah. ugh, like it just yeah. it, it gave it made me feel very weird then it wasn't like ah he's at peace it was just like oh this guy this guy believed something kind of crazy yeah guys guys yeah well he also had a song or i was listening to one of his songs it's called for the robots and the guy was a clearly clearly had some very interesting thoughts and ideas but i don't know very Hmm. interesting very interesting you watch the uh the Lil Peep documentary on Netflix. No, I didn't. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. It, I mean, it, I, I thought it was good. Like, I've always been, I've always listened to Peep's music. I've never been, like, a big fan. Like, I don't, I, I heard maybe one or two of his songs before his death and then. Yeah, I heard awful things. That was it. That's what I heard. Kind of did. And then after that, after his death, I kind of listened more. And, and then from then, I was kind of like. This guy had some actual talent, and then I was kind of like a fan. Yeah. Listened often. And I know that kind of seems bad. I kind of became a fan after he died. Well, I don't like, know why that's a bad thing. Maybe it's just because of, like, toxic fan bases and things yeah. like that. But it's like, if you have an appreciation for somebody's work, that's cool. Like, yeah. how is that different from you listening to Tupac? You weren't yeah. alive when he was around, but you can still appreciate the work that that guy did. Yeah. I mean, doesn't mean you're a fake fan. It just means maybe you're late to the party. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Mm -hmm. I mean, for the in the documentary, it was it was good because I got an insight into like how he was as a person. And you see you see little people, and you're like, whoa, face tats, aggressive. That that would be like. Yeah, but he was very soft. Yeah, like he had like the best relationship with his grandparents and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and he did his he did his first show with the golf boy, golf boy click and yeah. All that. He's a like all uh, the rapper overdoses like um, Juice World, Mac Miller, Lil Peep, that kind of. It's crazy how it's almost like a series of yeah. stuff going on, and then you have like the assassinations, which is XXX, uh, uh, Pop Smoke, and Nipsey Hustle. It's like it's crazy it's like overdose assassination which is just very unfortunate 
But yeah, the Mac Miller one was crazy because apparently they found the guy in like a kneeling praying position. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, oh, imagine. I just yeah. couldn't even like Yeah. Like walking into that room and just seeing Yeah. That. I have a I have a much greater appreciation for Mac Miller now than I did like like I wasn't the biggest fan of his. I did appreciate like um Yeah a couple of his songs but looking back it's like this guy really was really really talented really yeah. talented but it's just you know you never know what's going on inside their mind like the mac miller mm-hmm. situation is so so sad and what's surreal about it is how he was posting on his um also i'm not sure if the him the way they found him is 100 percent true it's just what I heard, so I might be wrong about on that. But yeah, but like the Mac Miller situation is so surreal because like hours before that, he was on his Instagram story, I believe, like playing, playing one of the songs off of Swimming on his record player, and then he's gone. Mm. It's crazy. I mean, it's with Juice World as well. Like mm-hmm. that that hit hard. Like I remember because you know there was when. X died before X died. Even there was articles saying X has passed away, and then he did. Mm-hmm. And then same happened with Juice World. Loads of fake articles, and I was like, "What?" A week later, TMZ reported, and when TMZ report a uh, death of a music artist, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah." You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. even like like I remember because right before like I was at the gym that morning, I felt good. It was a morning session. It was a productive start to my day. And then I go on my phone, rest in peace, Juice World. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. you know, like I'm just, but even his, it's so, it was so preventable. Like he took the pills to hide them. Right. Yeah. I believe he took the pills to like hide them from. Someone like tell the, tell the police on the, on the ground that they had drugs in the plane. Yeah. Or maybe. They, they like apparently walked over him or didn't pay attention to Juice World because they were like seizing everything. I could be wrong, especially when you're talking when you're talking about like touchy subject matter like this. I, I like I have a lot of respect for these artists, so I don't want to come across as very disrespectful. But yeah, or like show any disrespect because that's not my intent. But yeah. it's just very very preventable. What I feel like is disrespectful most about talking about rapper's death is the people that bring up the conspiracy theories like mm-hmm. he's not actually he's not actually dead like or like i heard death. from like some family members they believe that like juice world faked his death and skipped town you know or like xxx I mean, will come back in two years it's like the guy got shot like, in broad daylight you know like people that like uh he faked his death he's gonna come back like if you fake your death you're not coming back because you'll just get you'll get put in prison for uh yeah, get, there's a certain, there's a I can't don't know what the crime is called or what it comes under, but you, you you're gonna go to mm-hmm. prison. Like no one, if you successfully fake your death, which is the hardest thing to do in the world, uh, well, especially when now. you're, especially when you're a celebrity, everyone knows who you are. So, really, like, you think it's harder for a celebrity to disappear as opposed to like say a regular well, person? I mean, they probably have you know contacts and they can have their name changed like mm-hmm. they can have their appearance changed like that. But for me, I'd be like, if I, if say, I don't know, 
some celebrity died, I'd be like, whoa, that guy looks like... And a lot of people, like, with, like, Michael Jackson, uh, a lot of people are like, whoa, that guy looks like Michael Jackson. That could be mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's just... I, it's like you can't it, it'd even... It'd be easy to get away with, but it'd be hard to hard to pull off in the long for, run for yeah in the long run for like no one to be like this guy looks like so and so this guy looks like so and so you know yeah it's but just with x it was like worse like because he had a tattoo on his cheek somewhere and it wasn't there in the pictures of him in the car or something like that yeah there's always it's something like, you guys like are really some... taking this out of proportion like there's always like one detail that people stretch out and turn into something pretty big, but it's like, Mm. I don't know. At the same time, when you, when you are a public figure, you have to accept the fact that everyone's going to have an opinion and that it's almost inevitable for people to talk shit, for people to just go off for people to say what they want to say. It's like, that's going to happen. That's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's just it's like the price you got to pay for being successful and following your dreams and being the one of a thousand that makes it or the one in a million that makes it Mm -hmm. i don't know everybody's gonna have a comment and that's the annoying thing like i have a really bad habit of looking at comments and reading all the comments and reading fights in the comments that's the best especially if it's like a conspiracy post like it's like nah JFK was really a part of this. No, JFK, no, JFK was really a secret member of this. He, he was a part of it. He, he wasn't trying to take it down. It's like, you yeah. guys don't know what you're talking about. And I, obviously, like, I don't know if that was a real argument. I, I don't, I'm just like, I came up with that on the spot. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, people, people love an old conspiracy theory. Get some talking. My, like, but there's some of them here... Apparently, the term conspiracy was engineered by the CIA to to discredit somebody when they got too close to the truth. So I was like, ah, you mm. stupid conspiracy guy, which I don't know if that's true, but that's pretty interesting. And that's been yeah. talked about a fair amount. There's some that are like dumb and that would just make a really good sci-fi movie like Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. There's a theory that the Earth is hollow and there's like a sub level and there's like I don't know. People think there's dinosaurs in the earth or something, which, you know, kind of cool. Yeah. God, if that's true, it's, I don't know. Is that, do the billionaires only get access to the hollow earth? Do they get yeah. to ride dinosaurs? Like, how does that work? Is it like an amusement park? I mean, there's some, there's always been conspiracy theories that have been proven like correct. Like with the whole, the whole Hollywood Every everyone was saying there's something going on here, and then out of nowhere. Well, yeah, that was with me too, and everything. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, I mean, we could we could all be wrong about these conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. We're laughing at them now, and in like. Oh, I'm not laughing. <laughs> some of them are like, you know, very. very... Some, of, some of them are scary, but some you know the laughable ones that just sound ridiculous. Yeah, there's some there's some of the fun ones I like. You can enjoy, you know. Yeah. Like Hollow Earth, you know. Flat Earth, something involving the Earth. Um, yeah, we could we could sit there and be wrong now, yeah. talking about them. But yeah. imagine if these people were right. How funny that yeah. would be! All the scientists mm-hmm. are wrong. It's like a bunch of crazy people. 
on Facebook were right the whole time. How funny would that be? Yeah. Or the space is fake is another one people don't believe in. Like they think wow. it's all a bunch of like lights or something. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the space is fake community. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's a weird one that I'm just going to turn a light on real quick. I'm yeah, gonna... no worries. I'm over here. Do, 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 do. Right. We're reaching global though. This podcast is, it's got guests overseas. I'm trying to yeah. get another guy on the podcast, and he's from uh, England, so that's cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. 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 So, it's always good to interact with people that are from different, different countries. Yeah. Different different cultures, and it's always nice to like hear about how you do things differently than we do. Well, yeah. Like, I don't know how it is where you are. Like, I, I don't know what you're – like, what do you guys – what do you guys call, like – I know you guys call fanny packs something else. Like you don't call them fanny packs, right? Uh, I mean, we have, you have these things called, called man bags that are uh, kind of little, little pouches that you put over your shoulder, but we do have the fanny packs that you put around your waist still. Because you guys, um, fanny means something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a completely different culture. Like, what's what's? Do you like live near the city? How far do you live from the city? Is there like a, a um, bus probably, ride away? Oh no, it's probably about an hour, hour and a bit drive. Uh, okay. I'm I'm quite far, but I'm not as far as you know. Completely down south or up north. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm what's kinda, Wales I'm, like? I've I've never been to Wales, but I've I've known people from Wales and. A lot of people just say fields. Like, I, I, what I imagine is fields. fields. We watch like documentaries mm-hmm. at school. Fields. It's just like one known. big withering height set. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably fairly similar to here, with a little more countryside. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. nice though. Like, just all grass and fields and trees and all that stuff, and just being away from people. In a nice mm. little place. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Wales, but it seems interesting. Like, yeah. how much traveling have you done in Europe? I mean, I've been, I've been up and down England. I've been to France, Spain. That's cool. And I've been to Turkey as well. That's not technically in Europe. but mm. the Where, What's I've... that considered? Like, what's Turkey considered? Like, I don't really know, but we had to get like a, a visa. And you don't. You, I don't think you usually have to do that when you go Spain. I could be wrong because my parents do everything. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the joy. That's a joy of being young. You don't have to worry about all the uh, all the little yeah. the important details. But what's Turkey like? Because I know I know recently like they converted a museum, the Hagia Sophia. I think that's what it's called. I could be butchering the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. They turned it back into a mosque. Like I mean, what, I don't. What's the culture where, like? Well, I was at, I was in Turkey for two weeks on holiday. So, you know, we were in this, like, where we were in Antalya, I believe. Uh, you know, there's big, big hotels, flashy lights. It's, like, beautiful. Like, it's a great place. It's and like we Dubai went to, almost? Yeah, I've never been to Dubai. But if, you, I, if I go off the pictures, it's similar. Yeah. Not as fancy, but, you know, 
similar. Mm, so good. And, yeah, and we went into the town, and you obviously mm-hmm. you got people selling like knockoff clothes. Yeah, There's it's a, a, like, like any city almost. It's just shop after shop after shop after shop. Like like you could get four shops in a row each selling knockoff clothes. You get you get the restaurants obviously, but obviously you see the media put portray turkey as like when they had with isis you know there was take they were taking over turkey mm. and it was like this all violent place and like that's not what we saw at all like it was the hotel was brilliant the staff and everything brilliant like, yeah like that's funny like mm. what is that a is that a way of you saying something's great like what what do you say instead of instead of saying that's great like you said brilliant what, do you have any other words brilliant fantastic uh like yeah okay so basically more or less the same yeah yeah i feel like an ignorant american tourist like what's your way of laugh you know (laughs) yeah yeah you have some fish and chips yeah Yeah. that's 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 the stereotype here like fish and chips yeah everything's fish and and chips everything eat fish and chips but like it's not everywhere like yeah yeah it's just, I don't know. Ignorance is a fun thing. It's a fun little thing to have. Like it, like, and they think all, all English people are posh. Far from, no, 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 no. Not at all. You know some friggin' bums? Mm, yeah. What's the ratio of bum to posh person? Where oh, you like, live? where I live, we're kind of like, you have idiots. Like, you have plenty of idiots around. Like, plenty of stupid people. Because I know on the Instagram live we were talking about um chavs chavs yeah yeah nothing no disrespect but yeah I mean there's a difference between what we call chavs and roadmen chavs are maybe just unfortunate and have you know these all sound like band names that's funny roadmen are these wannabe people that will be uh they they think they're really tough and in some cases they are tough don't get me wrong. Uh, but there's the people that like want to be mm-hmm. roadmen think they're all tough and then they'll shy away from the fights that they get themselves into because they want to be tough yeah it's like it's, it's for me from my perspective i don't like it like people like they'll just look at people you'll stare at someone and they'll be like oh whoa whoa what are you looking at what are you looking at like just unnecessary arguing mm-hmm. i don't know it's just insecurity disguised as toughness no, no disrespect to anyone out there that <laughs> that dresses like a road a roadman a roadman even like no disrespect but like you do get i mean you do get perfectly nice people that dress in the same way but that's their choice like i'm not criticizing their choice but then you have the people that just take advantage of people just start fights for no reason you have a mm-hmm. lot of them people but then you have plenty of nice people plenty of uh okay people like me they just don't just go, yeah. just live life be like day. you yeah 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 well you're always gonna have those fake tough people especially where i live yeah. it's like now the big thing is or, or, or where i live is like riding electric scooters aha uh-huh, yeah we are i've seen a lot of them yeah it's weird to like see where the trends start from and like how they originate who created it yeah. and where that stuff spreads like perms people started well, a, getting perms I, again i had a i've had a perm for like well i don't know anymore because i shaved my hair off mm-hmm. i shaved my but head I, yeah yeah i had a perm from probably 11 
till I was 16. Yeah. So, like, I just cut it all off. And I plan to get another one, to be fair, because my hair looked nice. Nah, it keep it the way it is. It's good. You like it? You like it? Yeah, it's it's chill. Yeah. It's normal. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind. Like, it's better when I have some scruff on my face just because it gives yeah. my face more shape, I find. But, like, I don't mind the, the shaved head look. Yeah. You know, the Sinead I mean, mine O'Connor. Was, mine was really fit. I look like I look like Eminem. <laughs> well, maybe not such a bad thing. But then, I mean, it kind of just annoys me how my hair just sits. Like, I can't put my hair to the side. Mm-hmm. Can't, like, move it in any way. It just sits like this. That's why I originally got a perm. Because it gave yeah. my hair move. I guess. I, 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 huh. I looked better with it. What's annoying is when the hair gets in my eyes. I don't like that. Like, yeah. that's the most annoying thing. That's the good thing about this. And also washing your hair, drying your hair. This is yeah. helpful. You don't got to worry about, yeah. Are you a fan of Stranger Things? Yeah. Yeah. I noticed the shirt. That's why. The Star Court yeah. Mall Yeah, I, I just got it today, actually. I got it oh, today. that's cool. Where'd you get it from? Like the, like the mall? Uh, or? Primark. I don't know if you have them in where you are, but it's no, a big, um, no. big. Like you get, they sell like clothes for cheap. Like, oh, okay. Cheap. Yeah. I just That's went cool. in there because they always do like shirts like this with like Simpsons, different mm-hmm. TV shows, and I always think they look all right. That's cool. So I just had to, just went ahead and bought it because I'm a big Stranger Things fan. Yeah, that's a season four. Yeah, I don't know when that's gonna come out because of COVID and everything. Yeah. They probably delayed production. It's the, uh, It'll come out another season. five years. Yeah. 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 It's just I don't know. It's kind of repetitive. It, the second season, the first, like it's all fairly similar. Yeah, there's no. not there's not there's not much they can do. Yeah, I they reckon four will be the last season. I don't think they can. Four do is going to be the last season, guaranteed. Or I my bold prediction is something to do with time travel, because yeah. when when big franchises, the fourth season would be the last. If they confirm that, mm-hmm. or, good. Like you don't need it anymore. Yeah, a show can only be good for so long, and then it just starts to dip in quality. The pro- the problem with shows like that as well, with the actors, they'll like. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Finn Wolfhard will always then be typecast to these the same roles. Like I, I as well as music, I've done performing arts for like since I was like young. So I've oh, always you've, been. Oh, you've done acting and that stuff. Yeah, acting and. What's yeah. it like going to auditions? I ne- I never really, I've never been to a, like a big one. Like I've had my shot at like little commercials, little auditions, but I've never ever gone like to london to do an audition because i've never been that passionate about it i've done it as like i did it when i was young and i just carried it on because i i enjoy the community the people there and i'm just i'm good at it like i don't want to sound big-headed but i am good at it like it's something i've done for years and i've just enjoyed it so Mm. the the music only kind of started doing the music uh last summer with a friend like it all started as a, a bit of fun we did we did a few jokey songs but then we thought hang on like people for some reason people were liking the songs and i look back at the songs now and they were awful yeah like some of the people were like oh this is actually decent like the lyrics the lyrics are good and then i kind of took it in my own stride I, I knew a friend uh shout out thomas hipkins uh who helped me out uh with a lot of things uh hence why i'm doing music music technology at, uh college in september mm-hmm. like that's cool gave me the influence and then I got all the equipment for my birthday and kind of just went from the start of this year kind of took myself down my own little road and see what I could do with it and so far it's going pretty well so 
Yeah, that's good. It's something to yeah. do. But also, like, it's very difficult to, like, pop off and and make something, you know? It's very difficult to do that. The album that I just put out uh, mm-hmm. on Spotify and everywhere, by the way, guys. Uh, yeah, it's called, it's called Lost, right? Spotify. Yeah, yeah. It took me months. Like, I didn't have much unreleased music, to be fair, because I kind of made a song and I thought, let's get this out. Showed it to a few friends and thought, you know, you like it, let's get it out. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of went about things. And then I had two unreleased songs, only two, that then went on the album after I did a bit of mixing. And I'm not the greatest at mixing and mastering. I usually have someone do it for me. But I wanted to do this kind of mostly by myself to just uh, give people an idea of what I can do by myself without any help. And it took me a couple months. I mean, writing the songs was the easiest part. But I used I used beats off YouTube. Uh, yeah, free for just profit type ago. beats, yeah. Yeah, free for profit be- uh, beats. So, it's, you know, free to use, no copyright, etc. I just give all the the producers credit in description, the credits mm. of Spotify and all that. And they're okay of it. So finding the beats is easy. And then writing the lyrics is probably the next easiest part. It's just mixing it all. Because mm-hmm. you, you want it to have this certain sound and you have in your mind what you want this certain sound to be. And if it doesn't sound right, like I've, I've wrote songs, got the beat to the songs and then just had it there and I've mixed it all, and I thought, no, this is rubbish. And then just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. And that's why the album took me so long. Like I delayed it. I said it was going to be out late August originally. Cause I said, I said late July, early August to begin with. And then I thought there's no way on earth this is going to happen. And somehow I pulled it off. Like I just had kind of this like creative burst. And then, like, all the songs and that were all done. I gave it my best shot with the mixing. Watched a few tutorials just to see if I could get any better, if I could improve. And in my opinion, I think I did since last time I mixed the song. And, you know, people are enjoying the album. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're ever going to, like, outsource the mixing to another person who does it? uh, Or do you feel, like, some sense of, like, pride and independence doing it yourself? I mean, I had someone uh, uh, from Canada as well mix a song for me for free, which was great of him. And he emailed it over, and I really liked how it sounded. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there were a few few things that I would have said, nah, uh, not a big fan of that. But, you know, it, like, an all-round brilliant job. And brilliant. he usually as well. So I, I would definitely have paid for the service. But then for some reason, the distro kid, the service I was using, wasn't accepting what mm. I was putting in as the file. So I had to just go with my one. But that's, that's all I did, really. And then but I, I, I prefer to do it myself. Obviously, I'm going to learn at college, as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I can only get better. And that's how I view it. I'm only going to get better, especially because I don't have much knowledge on it. Like, I've never, ever learned about mixing music. So it's something mm-hmm. I've always passionate about and now i can do it so that's good be independent with it i guess Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well they're saying drake might go independent which would be cool really yeah yeah and then maybe like i think he licensed the two songs that he did with dj khaled he licensed those to we the best music or something like that but yeah i don't i don't see why more people don't break apart from labels when their contract is over yeah I mean, 
I said this thing the other day on my uh, Snapchat story that got a lot of people talking. Mm-hmm. And I said, for smaller artists like me, I'm going to use Aiden as an example because he's been on here before. Mm-hmm. Like, our music now is of a standard that you would expect from us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, you know, chart music because we haven't got... And I said, you know, if we had people, if we had platinum producers on our side, if we had a studio, if we had the promotion team, if we had, you know, like Cole Bennett, Lyrical Lemonade, because that always yeah. gets people going. <laughs> yeah, that's like the biggest. If we had a, we had a video, budget, I said. Music video team out yeah, there. Exactly. I said, if we had, you know, a budget. And then there's Real Goats. The, the baby team is pretty good as well. Pretty great. Yeah. I said, you know, if we had people like that mm-hmm. with us, if I was in a studio having someone else do everything for me, but the lyrics, I, I said, I could probably be, you know, be up there. I could make yeah. good songs too. I could get noticed. I could be, I mean, this sounds really big headed, but you, you, I look at some artists and I think, what are you, what, how, how have you made it this far? No like disrespect. Who? You don't want to um, name names. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna name the names. No disrespect uh, to any of you, the fans of these artists, but for mm-hmm. me, I'm like, I mean, I watch Sm- Smoke Perps freestyle, and I know it's a oh freestyle, boy, yeah, and then he said he said one like, limelight what, he, in the spotlight, he said like one bar that he thought was fire, and just repeated it, and I'm like, yeah. I know I know it's a freestyle and I shouldn't judge an artist on their free on freestyles. Freestyles like, are hard, but like if you're not good, don't do them. Also, Tim Westwood may not be the best, like it's not the best idea to go on if you don't have any freestyling ability. Mm-hmm. Juice so, I mean, could body a freestyle. I don't think Smoke seen, can. I've seen I've seen Smoke Perp's music as well, and I'm not the biggest fan. Like he's had obviously Audi did that by himself. I like Nephew. That that's a decent song mm-hmm. with Lil Pump. Like no disrespect to him, but I feel like really you're still this famous and you've, yeah. Well, I think he's gone downhill, you know, like it's not, he's not as big as he once was. And I feel like if, if you gave me what Smoke Perp was given, like Mm -hmm. production, etc., I I could do a better job. Like that sounds really arrogant. Now I've repeated it. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people echo that same sentiment. It's just like a lot of people are like, I got more talent in my pinky finger or something like that. Or even, even in podcasts and stuff like that, like I can be arrogant about it. And I, don't get me wrong. I'm not the best host. Sometimes I suck at doing episodes. Sometimes I'm decent, but it's just like, sometimes I look and I'm like, what's the appeal of that? You know? Also, yeah. here's another thing. I got to compete with Michelle Obama. Now I got to compete <laughs> yeah, with yeah, Michelle yeah. Obama. I got to compete with Addison Ray and a team, uh, uh, making her seem good. Like, you know, making her seem, I don't want to say interesting, but it's like, she doesn't seem like the most um, interesting person. No disrespect to Addison Rae. Your TikToks are TikToks, you know? But yeah, it's just like, I got to compete with all these people now. It's just like, why are you in that position? It's envy at the end of the day. And that's something we all feel and it's normal. Yeah. Or you could say jealousy, but it's like, if you also understand what you're good at and you look at other people like who aren't as good, but also have better resources, opportunities, things like that. Of course, there's going to be some contempt for that person because you know, if yeah. you had that, if you had that power, that position, you would mop the floor. You know? Yeah. Mop the floor with anything they've done. I guess that's a dumb term, but whatever. It's just, 
I gotta compete with Michelle Obama? Come on. This is the, possible. But here's the thing. It's like, I look at podcasting, like when I hear people say that um, I started a podcast to like um, promote my brand and they think of podcasting as a tool, that kind of annoys me because it's like, yeah. it's just, you're taking, you can say it's not art at all, but like you're taking away the, the organic nature of it because you want to get like, you, you're just using it for something else. Like I do this because I, I like to talk and hear my own voice. Let's be real <laughs> and talk to other people. But it's yeah. just like, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how I mean, Michelle Obama treats her, her crew. Yeah. I mean, like, you see uh, with people in production teams, I mean, you look at Ellen and her talk show, like a lot of oh, people have been coming out. And they're saying pro, she, they're doing invest, but I'm sure that was an open secret that she's like rude to people. From what people say, they say that everyone knew she sucked. But yeah, I find that people who act nice always have like some some weird thing. You know, they always yeah. got like some darkness that they hide. Maybe it's to overcompensate for that dark thing they have. But it's like if somebody's messed up, it's like I can almost appreciate that more because it's like you're authentic. You have something that makes you, yeah. you know, mm. like yeah. I don't know. I, 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 Ellen, the thing that annoys me about Ellen is not her, it's her audience and how like they just clap for everything. And I get there's probably applause signs. They have to be a good audience, but it's like, they're they're told like, they're told when to clap. And I've been to like, why would you go to a taping in Burbank, California when you could be doing anything else in California? I mean, I went to this place called Soccer AM, which is a TV show about uh, what we call football, but they call mm-hmm. it Soccer AM. I don't know why. And I went and watched it live, and they tell us when to clap. They tell us when they have ad breaks, move us around to where they need us to be. You know, like, I think that's just how production works, but it does get I hate annoying. That. I hate that stuff. I hate it's when it's all inorganic. Like, I've been around, like, I've been a part of, like, um, TV specials or productions for, like, small um, – small television channels and it's like i feel like the smaller it is the more organic it is that's why yeah. i don't know like because that's yeah. why i like keeping this as simple as possible because i don't want it to get too too formulaic it's a hangout show we talk yeah. and then we go our separate ways and it's cool like we just chill and talk mm-hmm. i just don't want to i just hate stuff that you can tell is fake like if you watch a good morning america or a morning television show, you can tell that it's just kind of BS. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of BS and like the Jimmy Fallon show. It's like, you got famous people having meaningless conversations for five minutes, you know, at the end of the day, some of the stuff that I talk about is meaningless, but like you just, it's BS. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of rambly, but I don't know. That's the thing with like, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon, like he seems like a nice guy, like yeah, probably a decent person. But like he apparently he's got like a, he's a notoriously like crazy drinker. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like Anthony Jeselnik, a comedian, was talking about how he would take um, the writing team and the staff to like dive bars in New York, and he's just a big drinker. That's the wow. thing. It's like nice on the inside, but you got something that you're trying to overcompensate for. That's tough. Like that's something like does does he get help? Yeah. That's not well, something you wanna have on like 
he's he's also married he has kids he's got other stuff like maybe that balances him out but yeah it's like you got to have that craziness to balance your goody two-shoes persona like i don't know if you watch his interviews but he always has like an obnoxious fake laugh like yeah yeah like you know bad impression but whatever i'm not i'm not i don't do impressions yeah yeah that's just i don't know Gotta no, overcompensate. I know you mean the law, yeah. But it's like now I gotta compete with Michelle friggin' Obama. And it's like I understand what you're saying, like resources and, and all this stuff. She has access to all these crazy guests. If she wants them, snap, they're there. And it's like, are you a qualified host? Like, do you have a desire to even host? Are you doing this because you can and it'll make you especially, money? Are you passionate about podcasting or something like that? Like, does it get you up in the morning? Are you like another way to grow uh, my foundation, another way to grow my reach and, and become almost a, a celebrity. She's or, She was already at a head start because yeah. she is Michelle Obama. She's like Michelle. She at, friggin', yeah, I know. Like, I, I'm obviously like money, joking when I say, money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I say I'm competing with Michelle Obama, but like if, if someone gave you like a budget, you could then, you know, get a team with you. You could get people, but Michelle Obama didn't, didn't need, money people were probably coming to her mm-hmm. and being like let me be part of this team so you know what i mean but like also if i did an episode with barack obama that episode would not air there's no chance they would not <laughs> let that happen i'd be like what's going on in area 51 let's talk about assange let's talk about um the military industrial complex let's talk about all these things and you couldn't like he did a podcast with comedian Mark Marin, and Mark Marin had to like send in the questions that he was allowed yeah. to ask. Just BS, but you got it. You have uh, some like people from say is it, I'm gonna uh, the conspiracy theory documentary I watched. You had people that were stuntmen come in, and basically they weren't under any contract anymore, so mm-hmm. they came out and just exposed. Yeah. The industry. Like, just because yeah. I guess they can. Like, I guess, or maybe they don't care. I don't know. Yeah. That's a weird one. I don't know. And it's, especially for someone like you have military people expose uh, the government all the time, not all the time. And you know? yeah, or they'll talk about UFOs, how like war crimes, mm-hmm. this and that. And the thing is, if they suddenly, if they suddenly disappear, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, whoa, okay. whoa. Well, he like, said this. That's the thing with Bob Lazar. Apparently, mm. he like worked in Area Fifty One or an, um, a military base, reverse engineering alien ships and stuff. And he talked about the this new element, and then that element became real. And it's like he had to go public with his story, or else they would have gotten rid of him. They would have taken him mm. out. So that's why it's like, if you go public with things, then um, you're safer than like there's honestly like some security in giving everything away in a weird way because you're just liberating yourself, I guess. Yeah. Cause then people also get weird. like, cause if, if you, if you then disappear, like I've seen videos of people exposing the government and then saying, you know, if you see this, yeah, I'm not I suicidal. Or yeah. And I disappear. It was the government like, mm-hmm. and that kind of gives them. It's become a meme at this point. Like, Mm-hmm. like you'll if you go on like trump jr's instagram page he's got a ton of crazy stuff and like these things become memes and that's the thing about it's like i don't know weaponized have seen, jokes 
was it Trump's niece did the book or yeah, something like that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, that, apparently it sold well, but, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't see that many people talking about it. Like, I mean, I don't know the context, the contents of the book, but apparently she said a lot about Trump's father and yeah. stuff like that. Quite a lot of family secrets, which mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be willing to expose if I was in her position. Like, even if, you know, he was a bad guy, I just don't think it would be worth cutting your family ties off for something. Well, the book, I believe, was about, like, how Trump's parents were very emotionally, like, uh, distant to him. And they didn't very, like, they didn't treat him well or something. And that influenced his way of life and stuff and how he acts today and how he's like, I don't know if she called him like a borderline sociopath or something, but I I don't know. But she was basically talking about like how um, he was raised in a very strange way, a very emotionally um, distant way, kind of repeating what I'm saying, but basically like, and then I watched a clip of her on The View and Meghan McCain was like, I don't like it. I don't like this because uh, when I'm very skeptical of these tell-all books because a lot of people view them as a cash grab. And then Mary Trump yeah. said she would have put out the book 10 years ago and made more money. It's like, that's not true because the guy wasn't the president at that time. Yeah. Which is not, I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah. tell-all books are a weird one. And yeah. I, like, I don't know if she called like take what I say with a grain of salt here, but yeah, yeah. It's just that's the thing about tell all books. You got to be very cautious. It's also like you don't know who she's who she's connected to, what the book deal is. I know you can get you can start a conspiracy theory about it, but whatever. Who yeah. cares? I don't think the book even like sold that well, and also people aren't fans of Trump right now, so. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's strange. Mhm. Yeah. Weird. I don't. Yeah. Know. I, I mean, from a person who isn't in the U.S.'s point Neither of view, I don't. I, yeah. I don't understand how he was got into power in the first place. Really, I, I mean, understand it one hundred percent. It's like fairly, it's kind of obvious. It's like there was a very forgotten part, like silent majority is what they call themselves or um, what people call them, who felt like the government wasn't looking after them and that there's these very crazy political families that, you know, had a lot of influence over everything and they just wanted a, a bull in the china shop to wreck everything. They just wanted chaos. It was almost like people, people became anarchists in a way. And they just wanted an outsider. But at the same time, this guy's a billionaire. It's like, he's not an outsider. If you want an outsider, vote in a crazy person. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I never really looked into it too much. But then I, I guess the media would just highlight all the bad stuff he said. Because I'm sure he's made good points. Maybe not very many, but I'm sure he's made, you know, good points i don't really know how politics works all that well but yeah Uh, the two parties the two-party system that they have over there is i I, first of all there's a libertarian party and they have independent candidates the media and people just highlight their two teams politics basically becomes star wars over there it's red versus blue Mm -hmm. yeah but like i was watching um 
William Barr, the attorney general in the U.S., his, he testified in front, of Cong- in front of Congress, right? And I was watching Ben Shapiro, a conservative guy, talk about it. He gave a yeah. very – yeah, you know that guy probably. Yeah. Did a meme review in PewDiePie. He's actually like kind of dorky, but whatever. And then he's like very pro-William Barr. And then I watched Sam Cedar talk about this guy, and he's very anti-Bill um, Barr. He's very pro, like, so it's two completely different spins. So you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Two completely different spins. And it's very, it's very troubling. I feel like that's the goal to have misinformed people because if they're informed and they know what's going on, then they're too, it's, they're harder to manipulate in a way. Do you think Trump will get reelected? There's a lot of time before now, November. Biden's not even campaigning, which is a weird thing. He's basically been in hiding, clear mm. cognitive decline over there. But I was watching some of his past interviews, and he's seen Biden was a lot more present, say, in late 2017 than he is now. So it's a rapid decline. Mm. Even like 10 months ago to now, it's a very rapid decline. So that worries me. Uh, his foreign policy is also uh, of Biden. But if Trump gets reelected... Think it might have to do with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Whatever happens over there can influence it big time. A lot of people, uh, well, what the media is saying is a lot of people are kind of changing their minds about Trump. A lot of people that voted Trump originally are saying wrong decision made initially. But the point you made, which kind of cleared it up for me, would be uh, again. But I don't, I don't know about. Trump, a lot, he has got a lot of enemies. But that's I think what it's screwed mean. either way. I think they're screwed either way because yeah. Biden's a terrible candidate. Um, yeah, you could have picked any other moderate that would have been better, but they decide to go for Biden. I don't know why. That's what. That's the weird thing. It's like these guys can't be that impossibly dumb to make yeah. the candidate a guy who's experiencing some clear cognitive decline. So I wonder if he's a Trojan horse for a vice president to uh, his vice president to eventually take over. And his vice president will be like the pick that's very, very far left, if you will, not whatever, and introduce like more lefty policies and things like that or yeah. influence more stuff like that. So I wonder if this guy's just the Trojan horse that they picked. Yeah, I could be wrong. Maybe he. That makes, maybe, a, that makes a lot of sense. That make that does make a lot of sense. I don't know. It wouldn't be a bad tactic either. What's yeah. happening with Kanye and his presidential race? Did he just mm, kind of stop? I don't know. Apparently, he's releasing an album on Friday or something. Donda. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for the guy. And then I saw a tweet that was like, "You guys feel sorry for Kanye, but you don't feel sorry for Megan the Stallion." What happened with Megan the Stallion is crazy. That's crazy. I thought I, I read something on Meg Megan the Stallion that uh kind of made made her look all aggressive and that she was the one like uh yeah abusing uh Tory and stuff and I was like Whoa, Maybe. that's a completely different spin onto what the media is saying. I feel like that story, like the details will come out on that one. We'll find out what happens there. Mm. Apparently, a lot of people saying Tory did it in self-defense, but which which would make sense of why the bullets were at the foot. Yeah, if Tory did that in self-defense, he's gonna be memed into oblivion. 
because they're going to mm-hmm. call him a five foot three, um, um, a dwarf who couldn't beat a, who couldn't fight off Meg. Um, they're going to, that guy will be memed that, to that's oblivion. That's the problem. That is the problem. And you never like, I don't Men's know. mental health is like, I saw this post where it was this man with a microphone and these, this woman with 20 microphones around her and it was mm-hmm. men's mental health yeah woman's mental health and i mean the the conversation about men's mental health has got a lot better since i don't know 2015 let's say wait what's your what's your connection between men's mental health and tory shooting are you saying that tory's I, mental health is going to be affected by the memes yeah mm-hmm. well that's based on the details that come out about there's about like what happened yeah, yeah. like that's based mm-hmm. on, I yeah, still I think, which, yeah like i still think whatever the outcome of the 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 story about that i still think it will affect tory because if he you know you get stories like that when say tory say tory is found guilty mm-hmm. but he kind of he disagrees with himself that he isn't that he didn't do this and didn't do that and still if he did it and so and so you know stupid move but like he could still be affected by the way the the media will portray him because mm-hmm. you they will make him seem like the worst human on the planet but it's like they, at the same time six nine six nine is doing what he wants it it's weird people are, people approach approach hate differently mm-hmm. and like it's weird if i was to look into tory's past i'd probably have a better idea yeah on it yeah. but say say he is memed for it say he is memed he his mental health will He'll just get laughed at. It's Will Smith as well. Will Smith, Jada. Jada basically said... <laughs> I hate said, that yeah, whole entanglement thing. Um, I've had an affair for years and whatever, or not years. But like the way she disguised it as like her shitty behavior and her irresponsibility, she disguised it as like some magical moment for her to find herself. Like that's just a way to disguise... Like that's just a way to take, take um, uh, accountability off of yourself. Like what you did was trash, but you still have the ability to be like, I found myself. It's like if Will's if roles were reversed, Will Smith was going after Willow Smith's friend, right? And, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a young girl. That guy would be called a predator. He would be gone within a second. Like he would be canceled. Hashtag Will Smith is over party. But because Jada Smith does it, it's it's an entanglement. It's a meme. Yeah. Will Smith, I believe he didn't he tweet out like pain or something. Yes, yeah, so, something. Yeah, but I don't know. The I'm mental not, health I'm, problem is crazy. Like. It's it's the diff- the absurd how big hair. the problem is. Mm-hmm. The difference in like treatment for the because in the UK suicide is the biggest killer of men over twenty something. I I don't know. Which is abs- that's the- crazy. And I mm-hmm. saw this thing. Sorry to cut you off. And it's like this anti. The, I think the TikTok account is called anti Donald Trump. I caught it on Instagram. And it's like uh, for the people saying kill all men. They're already doing it for us. The suicide rate's three times higher. It's like that. That's a problem, you know. It's like selective humor. You know? Do you know what I hate? Uh, the phrase "men are trash." I yeah. can't stand that. It's because so, it's like everyone some sucks. Some girl was had. Some girl was had some problem with a like former boyfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she will then say, "All men are trash," throwing us all into the same category as that one idiot. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just think that's incredible. And like, just, like, it's just irresponsible. Incredible. It's intellectually dishonest. It's all these things. 
but it's mm-hmm. like you can get away with that. I don't know. Also, I'm a, like, like if you're making a joke, I'm, you know, going back to that thing of like everyone's cool with jokes as, until it affects you. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. So if you're making a joke, I, I guess you can hide behind or not hide behind, but you can say that um, you're just joking and you didn't mean it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. The mental health problem is very serious though. Like it's, it doesn't make sense because like quality of life is getting better and people are still very unhappy, Mm -hmm. which is, I don't know. I don't know. Like I saw this thing on uh, TikTok the other day. It was this guy explaining a quote made by someone. I can't remember who, Mm -hmm. And it was something along the lines of, you don't want to kill yourself. You want to kill the demons inside of you. And, and he'd use the example of, you know, someone will jump off into water and then drastically start to swim to save themselves. Yeah. That was the example he used. And I, I thought that is kind of, mm-hmm. like, wow. Like, well, that, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. There's a crazy story about a guy who jumped off the golden the golden gate bridge i don't know if you heard it it was on buzzfeed it was on buzzfeed yeah like one of the one of the good buzzfeed videos uh one of the few if you will but he got saved by a seal like a seal lifted him up which is crazy it's Mm. like did the seal know that that he was in danger i i think i remember him saying like as soon as he let go of that railing he he instant yeah instantly regretted it yeah it's it's terrible yeah i just can't imagine what it'd be like like i you know we all have like sad sad periods and i i have you know coped with a lot of sad stuff i'm not i've never been diagnosed with anything like that so i'm not going to sit there Mm -hmm. and say yeah but also at the same time it's like you have to be diagnosed to admit to yourself that you Mm -hmm. had anxiety or that you had obsessive thoughts Mm-hmm. People, it's like you don't need somebody well, to do that. People, sorry uh, for cutting you off. People don't realize that you can be depressed without having depression. And that's like, like, I just think like someone will be like depressed, feeling sad, will post something on their Snapchat story, which is basically a, a call for help. And then all of a sudden they're asking for attention just because they haven't been diagnosed with depression. That's part of the problem. If you can't understand or see that someone's going through something and don't help a friend, Another thing with like the Snapchat stuff and people on Instagram, it's a fine line because um, Mm -hmm. mental health is also like very romanticized or like mental illness is very romanticized. So there's an incentive to posting like, I'm very sad or like that's the whole thing with sad rap and everything. People do it. Of course people do it for attention and do it Mm -hmm. to hop on, hop on the bandwagon. But at the same time, like, like, I don't know. It's just, if, if I saw it, whether I thought they were doing it for attention or like actually like felt this way, I'd still just check up just to be. Yeah, one hundred percent. But even like the attention prostitution, like that's the term I'm gonna use. Take it lightly. But like even that is a problem in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like the the desire to want attention all the time is a problem in yeah. and of itself. It's like maybe you don't see yourself. Uh, you don't have the best uh, self-esteem. You don't have the best self-image, and like you need yeah. to say crazy things to get people's attention. Maybe yeah. that's it. But yeah, people again. It's like 
the other things we've been talking about people have their own way of dealing with their own situations and mm-hmm. where, if that works for them you know that works for them i don't think we can fault people for dealing with it the way they do yeah i guess well like sometimes it's just like you just gotta wait it out like mm-hmm. it's like maybe yeah like a similar it's like people people get stomach aches right how is that different yeah. from like having uh, a mental tiff kind of thing, like a, a series of bad thoughts and something like that? Like, mm-hmm. how is that different? It's just like a, a stomach ache here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's still weird how there's a stigma around it, but it's still so widespread. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Maybe we're not there yet. We're not willing to have that discussion. There's a, a wide variety of factors at play. Yeah. But like, uh, where does it start? Like how, why is the problem so big? And people say social media, but I, I don't know if that's it. Hmm. If that's what really caused it. I don't know if that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, insecurities in people just come about. Yeah. Like they, I mean, so social media isn't the sole cause, without a doubt. But like, it does play a big part. Like, you see all these mm-hmm. people, these these boys with massive muscles, six pack, yeah. and like all the all the girls, all all the all their female friends will be like, "Oh, whoa, look how attractive this guy is!" And then there'll yeah. be some skinny guy like me that's just like, "Why yeah. can't I be like that?" And that's that's how, and it's the same with girls. Like all the girls on instagram have got like flat stomach mm. you know yeah and you know the fine features like nice eyes i think it's just things. lifestyle i think lifestyles like the way we live fast-paced constantly new stuff buy this buy that um don't fix things that's another thing the mentality that we have of like uh whenever a new iphone comes out it's like don't change the one you have immediately buy the new one it might not even be better but buy it so it's like you can even think that about yourself, you know? Just yeah, I mean, I've still not, don't fix things. me. I don't want to be fixed. I want to look at other people and want that. Yeah. So it's like people purchasing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just the way we live our lives is not right. It's not healthy. And it's only been amplified through this pandemic. Yeah, yeah lockdown here has made it worse. Because mm-hmm. we were put in, we were put in lockdown quite early. I don't know where, how, how long. Ours, been in I remember like very vividly. It was like the oh, March thirteenth was the last day of school we had here. Mm-hmm. That was the last day. I don't know when ours was, but probably, ours probably was, around the same day. Ours was March thirteenth, and then ever since. And people call it like quarantine. Still, it's like we're not in quarantine right now. Like you can't call it five, like oh, half a year of quarantine like that you're just it's not the right term a lot of restrictions have been lifted i mean for for me it kind of feels more more of the norm now because you know i went out shopping today i had to wear a face mask hand sanitizer had to keep distance that's about it mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't try on clothes in the stores i yeah. mean that, that was about it like i was still shopping with my mates mm-hmm. but it's just not the same yeah. It's not the same. But yeah. as we said earlier, you know, we'll get there. 
it just will take time and take patience. Baby steps, incremental progress, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. We've been rolling for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good over there? Yeah. We've been going for whoa. an hour 45. Hopefully yeah. uh, you had a good time coming on the show. Yeah, sure, thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. It was a good time. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Do you want to plug? Do you have anything to plug or like anything to uh, shout out? I can do this quickly, but 313 Keo, that's 313 K-I-E-O on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. Just dropped my new album, Lost. If you could give that a listen, I'd appreciate it. All right. Thanks for yeah. coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Peace. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast. Follow the podcast Instagram for updates and content related to the podcast. Link is in the episode bio. Stay cool.